Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is May 14th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1043 through 1050. And we will conclude this section of the Catechism on the life everlasting. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sacred Scripture calls this mysterious renewal which will transform humanity and the world, new heavens and a new earth. It will be the definitive realization of God's plan to bring under a single head all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. In this new universe, the heavenly Jerusalem, God will have his dwelling among men. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. For man, this consummation will be the final realization of the unity of the human race, which God willed from creation, and of which the pilgrim church has been in the nature of sacrament. Those who are united with Christ will form the community of the redeemed, the holy city of God, the bride, the wife of the Lamb. She will not be wounded any longer by sin, stains, self-love that destroy or wound the earthly community. The beatific vision in which God opens himself in an inexhaustible way to the elect will be the ever-flowing wellspring of happiness, peace, and mutual communion. For the cosmos, Revelation affirms the profound common destiny of the material world and man. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God, and hope because the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in travail together until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. The visible universe, then, is itself destined to be transformed so that the world itself, restored to its original state, facing no further obstacles, should be at the service of the just, sharing their glorification in the risen Jesus Christ. We know neither the moment of the consummation of the earth and of man, nor the way in which the universe will be transformed. The form of this world, distorted by sin, is passing away, and we are taught that God is preparing a new dwelling and a new earth in which righteousness dwells, in which happiness will fill and surpass all the desires of peace arising in the hearts of men. Far from diminishing our concern to develop this earth, the expectancy of a new earth should spur us on, for it is here that the body of a new human family grows, foreshadowing in some way the age which is to come. That is why, although we must be careful to distinguish earthly progress clearly from the increase of the kingdom of Christ, such progress is of vital concern to the kingdom of God, insofar as it can contribute to the better ordering of human society. When we have spread on earth the fruits of our nature and our enterprise, according to the command of the Lord and his Spirit, we will find them once again cleansed this time from the stain of sin illuminated and transfigured when Christ presents to his Father an eternal and universal kingdom.
God will then be all in all in eternal life. True and subsistent life consists in this. The Father, through the Son and in the Holy Spirit, pouring out his heavenly gifts in all things without exception. Thanks to his mercy, we too, men that we are, have received the inalienable promise of eternal life. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Our website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.